time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. On tonight's episode, we have comedian Andy Fleming. If you haven't already, subscribe to us, uh, give us a review, tell your friends about us, and uh, also check out our sponsors. Also, uh, I have a YouTube page, Paul F. Comedy, YouTube backslash Paul F. Comedy. There are some singles-only episodes on there, as well as clips to other shows and whatnot. If you have emails or questions, or you think you would be a great guest on the episode, please email me as well, and that's uh, pfarvar at gmail.com. Hey, friends. Have you been thinking about buying a home in Chicago? Or are you ready to sell and move on? Or maybe you're in between. You just don't know one or the other. You need someone to help you out? Well, a member of one of the top teams in the city and my good dear friend, Carissa Giancarlo, is here to help you out. She's an amazing agent at Compass Real Estate, and she can help you with all your needs. She rolls out the red carpet for every single one of her clients, and most importantly, she gets them results. She has a ton of experience working with first-time buyers and sellers and can guide you through every state of the process. It's a stressful thing to do. Trust me, I've been on both sides. She will be an advocate for you. Give her a call anytime. Carissa, Giancarlo, 312-488-9615 or email her at carissa, C-A-R-I-S-S-A at carissaproperties.com. Trust me, you are in good hands. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, if you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him. 312-648-8800, or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. It's singles only time. My name is Paul Farver. You probably know that already. Riding shotgun is recent birthday girl, Patty Vasquez. Uh, hey, Patty. Hi, how are you doing? Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I'm a Leo. Rar. I feel like every time we do this, uh, we're celebrating something. I Last like time it was an anniversary of yours. Uh, I feel like that you can go back in these episodes and like celebrate all your milestones. I think you're right. I think I've had, no, I had, you're right. I had an anniversary, a yeah. birthday, my kid's birthday. Yeah. I think every time I'm on. A, that means a, I, I do your show too much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I see you tried to grab one of my no, awesome pens. No, I'm stealing pens. this pen. No, who's that's it, like who's my favorite this? pen. No, me too. I have one. I it's must have taken it. It's blue too. And I, I, do, I who's like is blue. this? I don't know, but I love that pen. Me too. I'm a big pen snob. Right. It's a really good pen. I, I can't explain it. It's someone's promo pen, but. That's going to be. Uh, Chuck. Kaufman. Who's Chuck Kaufman I have no idea, from Glenview? We just I, gave him, he owes us money now for I know, promoting free him. promo. Yeah, he's in Glenview. I should do, I want to do a podcast about pens because I love, I'm, I love pens and a shitty pen ruins a day. A weekly podcast about pens? Maybe like uh, just one episode. I'm going to advise against that. Okay, so why don't we just do it on my show? We'll do an episode of pens. Yes. Okay. I think I, I can talk about it for, I can talk about my love of pet, like good pens. It's so, it's so funny. And depending on how much, uh, how important it is, what I'm writing, 
writing is is what pen I use. So like for writing, I, there's certain pens I like. Mm-hmm. And if like we're doing a show where we have to give away a lot of pens, which brings us to our guest that we run a show together. Uh, I don't care about those shitty pens we give to people that are going to steal them anyway. Uh, our guest, Patty, you know him. Uh, you guys were on a show together called Everyone's a Lawyer. We run uh, a weekly show. I want to give a little introduction to Andy and how much I like him. Uh, I We run a show together called Drink Day Life. I started this show uh, years ago, and I was traveling more. And when I wasn't hosting there, they wouldn't allow the show to continue. The Laugh Factory wouldn't do it. So I decided to bring who I thought were the best comedians on board and the best host on nice. board. And everyone knows him in Chicago. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse to be a good host. But Andy Fleming uh, has been taking the show to new heights, and it, it's been so fun. One of the funniest people I know, Andy Fleming. Well, that's very nice. Thanks, Paul. Uh, and I got so many thoughts on pens, too, by the way. <laughs> I, Try this pen out. I, so seriously, seriously, I was I at a taqueria. Oh, yeah. I no one's even written with it yet. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, it's got, been written. It's got a nice feeling. Oh, kind of is slow to start writing, though. It is because he's used it too much. No, yeah. he, he's used it too much. I can tell. Um, yeah. I, what are your thoughts? Taqueria? Well, I was, I was at the, a taqueria yesterday, and they gave me one of the pens that has the four click downs on the, on the top oh, where yeah. I can select my color. Bix, yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's really a primo choice to me. It seems like see, a, a good choice for a taqueria. So that's, see that, I can judge you on your pen selection because that's kind of like a, like a flat, like, you know, shiny object Yeah, pen. exactly. That's but the, me. The, the quality of the write on those four colors mm. on the pen, meh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really exactly. Good. Yeah, they I drag a little bit. Like, I like the Pilot Gel not a gel guy. You're not a gel guy. It just makes my handwriting really bad. How do you not feel about flare? <laughs> flare are, uh, yeah. they have a place right. in, in uh-huh. your life, but you can't write very l- along with those. They're too, they're, it's a thicker it's true. brush. They run out pretty quick. They dry yeah. out. Yes. Like that. We're actually going to make this episode about pen. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the pen podcast. Well, because Andy is, uh, he's de- deflecting because I know he Check this out. The penultimate podcast, right? <laughs> right? The pun of... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The penmanship. Pen pen, pen penmanship. Punishment. <laughs> that just looks like penis H-ment, I guess. Yes. I, I think Andy's trying to run the clock out so he doesn't have to, it's so like doesn't show, have to pen talk. It's 15. I didn't realize. 15. I didn't know that was a thing. That, when I was a kid, yeah, you would do, hey, do you want to join the pen 15 oh, club? Oh, penis, yeah. Yeah, and then you'd write pen 15 on their hands and then they'd look at it and say penis. Anyways, keep talking about how I'm deflecting as yes. we continue to deflect. Because I've been trying to get you on the podcast for a while and you were holding off. Uh, I don't understand how you're single and I know you <laughs> talk about it now on stage so I was like, oh, now he's going to come on the podcast and you're like, yeah, I'm ready. But uh, yeah. wow. you are recently been, single. Yeah, it's it's been about six months. Now. Okay. Yeah. And um yeah, so it's new it's newish for me, but it was it was like a two and a half year relationship. Yeah. That I got out of. So it was a it was a big it was a life change. You said you got out of. That's <laughs> a, that's an interesting way to start the podcast. And by, I'm sure she's gonna be listening to this, by the way. So I'm sure and and there's other people you've dated too that are probably gonna listen to this. Oh, that's too. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that they're all going to get together. All my ex-girlfriends are going to get together and listen to this and point out my flaws. And, and some of them, I think, will be like, wow, I miss him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, you'll get those late night texts. Yeah. You seem to be. A, uh, is this the longest you've been single? Oh, um, no, I've been I've definitely been single longer um, as an adult. I should yeah. say <laughs> don't say yeah, well. I was single for about 10, 12 years. First 10, 12 years of my life. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I've 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 been single longer, I think. But this is uh, in the past. Like, so 
before this relationship, I was in another year and a half relationship. Um, and uh, how much break in between? Like a month, like, like six yeah. weeks. Okay. It was a it was a shocking turnaround for everybody. Um, <laughs> and so uh, and so I was because you were like, hey, since you and X broke up, do you want to do the podcast? And I was like, I'm actually in another relationship. Oh, now. that's right. I asked wow. you back. Then. Yeah, you yeah, asked yeah, me yeah. back then. That's and I was hilarious. Like, I kind of, I'm been, I'm seeing someone again. Just swinging branch so you, to branch. What are you doing? <laughs> Not anymore. Now I'm now I'm you know I'm feeling good. Are you are you seeking another relationship or what are you doing now? Just working. I don't know. Your- I don't think so. I mean, I, this is something that we talk about a lot because we have Paul and I run run the show Drink Day Laugh yes. together, and and we often um, hang out with our audience afterwards. We have like an after party, right? And we always talk about. Uh, I, I just dive right in with this. That like my main fear about like I don't I don't mind being single at all. I I find I have time in my life being single, but. Um, what worries me is the fear of getting old and all of a sudden no one wants you anymore. Why are you and looking you at me when you said anyone. that? <laughs> <laughs> and Patty just was like, no, 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 is you, this an intervention all of a sudden? No, What's you, going on? You've been posting a lot of your pictures of your younger self and I have to say oh, you yeah. aged well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was an awkward kid. I, I, I my parent, We're cleaning out my parents' house and uh, yeah, I've got, the, look behind you, there's a box of letters from the 90s that I've kept I'm going through to like remind me of people. But... <laughs> So, but my sense of things is that, and I'm obviously not single, uh, but it seems as though there there's a growing portion of the population that is interested in being in, in, with somebody, regardless. I mean, obviously you're gonna have younger people, you're gonna have you know some folks that are like want a certain age and things like that. But I think that there is a sort of general consensus that like, hey, people aren't getting married anymore. We're all kind of just looking to hang out with somebody and maybe find some romance. That's, right. That's what my sense of talking to people on this podcast is. Sure. Is Where become. do you think like non-monogamy plays into that? Like, do you think that that's part of it? Do you think that people are like, let's just too many options you think what do you what do you mean well i i think that that plays a role in it but i think people are just more selfish now too right because uh people are doing more for themselves they're career oriented and they work on themselves they don't need to get married and have kids like back in the day Mm -hmm. so and and we've said this before on the podcast marriage is an outdated institution yeah, Patty Stop. looks at me. <laughs> I mean, nineteen years in, I'm good. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Some people, it's it's some people, it it, it works for them. Well, do you do you see yourself? Do you want to have kids? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Do you have know. sisters and I, brothers? I have two older brothers. They both are married and they both have kids. Um, and uh, and I, you know, my my parents were divorced when I was like four or five. Um, and so I've never really had, uh, you know, like this model that a lot of people have. Where your parents are, they're still together, but still they should have been divorced like <laughs> right? forty years ago, right? And what what about your parents, Patty? Uh, my parents were married until my father passed away. Okay, yeah, right. he died in her arms. Stop deflecting, Andy. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> but I will say this: my parents wanted to get a divorce, but just never at the same time. Like, right. So right. they just like, and, and they were also confused. yeah, they were in love at the same way too, just never at the same time. It's it really <laughs> really it's, it's just, it's, they See, fell in love with each other in the last six months of that of, does play. Really. A, I mean, it does play a role. Your parents yeah. and stuff like that, but yeah, you. Um, why do you bring that up? Like, why do you think that that's relevant? I think it's relevant because I think, um, I think if you, I think you have this model, I think you have the, I think you have, you have what you believe 
uh, relationship should be in your parents that you sort of are observing. Um, And like for me instead, that was like, you know, Zach Morris and Kelly Kapowski because that was the closest (laughs) thing I had to like people who who were were together for a long time. You know what I mean? Sure. Or like, um, like, do you guys know the the before sunrise, before sunset, before midnight trilogy? Like that was... I I saw the first two. See, okay. So the third one is rough. Like the third one falls up. Like they, they have a rough marriage and that fucked me up. It did the movie. Yes. Because that was, that was a big model of romance for me my entire life. So to see them as like a shitty sniping couple, is that why you take mega buses everywhere? So you're like, (laughs) you're going to meet someone on a train. Like, Hey, do you want to get off here in, uh, uh, Effingham, Indiana or Illinois and, and just spend the day with me? Uh, that would be amazing to meet someone on a mega bus. I can't imagine. <laughs> that would be like the modern version. Yeah. So you said, I'm sorry, I cut you off. So it, that, it ruined you? That it, Like I had to talk about it in therapy and stuff. Like a, like a, like to see this couple who had been like the model of romance for me my entire life, the model of like idealized romance even, like to see them as, as, a, as a fighting married couple really messed with me. But isn't the movie like the first one? I haven't seen the other two, but there's this chance encounter on a train. Right. And that's really, like it would be, it would be as, as similar to being as disappointed if four weddings and a funeral like years later <laughs> Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant are just because they never really right. fundamentally had a relationship anytime in the movie but we're supposed to believe that they end up together right right and so so and then this, he gets arrested right? for, for prostitution it, yeah. <laughs> for being with a prostitute yeah, he's a very bad boy and there you have it <laughs> yeah um, I mean but, she's just kind of boring in the movie I'm sorry <laughs> she's kind of boring I don't right? remember the movie that much but um, but yeah so so it was just this thing of because then then you know there's the second thing there's the second movie where they check in 10 years later and I guess I don't want to spoil it too much for people for a 20 year old movie 20 year old movie yeah exactly but um, but so it's it's just this sort of thing where like they seem like they were always in love even the, even when they weren't near each other um, which is some, which is something that I get uh, so you're like a so, romantic but do you have somebody you're right I'm sorry yeah go ahead no I, no, this is our, our first person who's been this affected by a romance. I'm all yeah. in on this conversation. Oh, yes. No, I. So, like, I. This is a. This is sort of speaks to maybe what both of you are going to ask, but like, I um, had like a fling with my high school girlfriend, uh, maybe about four four years ago, four or five years ago, and. It, I was surprised at how easy it was to be back in love all of a sudden. Like this person years who, I later. Had, who I hadn't seen for absolutely or really been with for like 15 years. And we had like a, a tryst, a tryst. I don't know how you pronounce it. Tryst or tryst? Uh, yes. A tryst or a tryst. A short, a short romance. Okay. Um, like a, a fling is honestly a better word for it. We like, we, we sort of like hooked up over Christmas and then, she, and then she flew me out to where she lives and, and we had like a weekend together that turned into like five days. Um, and, and then how did that end? That ended with like me being overwhelmed with feelings for her and being like, so just uh, drowning her. Or like, <laughs> kind of, okay. Like kind of. And, uh, Scaring her away. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Probably, probably, but like it was what question? No, I, I'm I'm wondering about how your therapist addressed this because part of me wonders if it's also kind of uh, latch, sort of revisiting yourself more than revisiting her and who you were when you were that at that age. time. Yeah, it was a very interesting. It was it was um, more beneficial to me to like 
feel how I had become better right. since then. And not just so, that. I, I sort of talk a lot well, about how, like, because the dream, a lot of the dream about that is, like, to, like, show someone who, like, you used to make out with in high school, like, how good at fingering you've gotten, like, in the <laughs> sure, intervening sure, sure. 20 yeah, years. Right, right. But, like, also, well, like... Watch out. Check out this move. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, look, I didn't know this. Um, but, like, <laughs> but she also would say things to me, you know, like, wow, you've just, you've gotten so much more, like, z- she said zen or relaxed. You've gotten just so much more chill. Why, why what were you like in high school? I guess uh, we need to know that. Very Catholic. Um, you know, I was very, I was, uh, not like very Catholic, but I was very into the social trappings of, were you a popular, like art, in artsy church. kid? Okay. In church, I was like the president of the youth group for my junior year. What about your high school? Like, uh, dem- like, were you a cool kid or like a no, theater my, guy? My high school was, um, it seems like I would be a theater guy. Right. But I, brother Michael did not let me in any of the plays. Brother Michael. Brother okay. Michael lived a day that did the it was a Catholic teacher, school. You Catholic went school, to Christian brothers, high school in Memphis, all boys, school all or? boys okay. in the high school. Wow. Yeah. And um and so that was I I don't do well typically with male relationships. And so I uh I didn't get along with a lot of guys I went to school with and I didn't really have a lot of friends at school. And so that's why I think I I had a lot of social life at church because and that's where this woman this girl was that's the, where i met the girl who i dated for okay two and a half years you know at the end of high school so that's an interesting thing i never really thought so i think high school relationships and how you were in high school has a huge impact on you later in life right mm-hmm. and i've never met someone who was in an all-boys school because that that that's got to fuck with you too in a way that like how you look at women and everything like that yeah well, wait, what do you that, mean by that? well i mean there's like a hierarchy right like i had crushes on women in high school did okay. you guys have like proms and stuff oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so where w- was there like a sister school we had that- a sister school uh saint agnes and then another one the conception okay. we called them skagnes and immediate conception <laughs> um but so uh, uh we had shout the- out <laughs> yes yes uh and then there was a co-ed catholic high school too saint benedict but like you could bring anyone to your prom right any woman and and you- the, the kid got in trouble to- a few years ago for trying to bring a boy <laughs> did you go to all those uh, social events did you get have dates yeah I, I went so to, you this weren't... is a weird brag but i went to like seven proms what <laughs> yeah. I, I went to like i went to our junior year we went to mine and hers and then i also went with two friends to their proms and then senior year we only went to mine yeah do you I, get like a bulk discount from the from the rental <laughs> I think literally you just I, owned a tux I, I think, like I think I did buy a used tux at okay. that point because you I was think. yeah and so I so I yeah I had a tux so this woman that you had a fling with she was one of the women that you went on uh, uh, yes, prom we, or whatever yeah, she was my girlfriend for all of junior and senior okay. year and then we broke up when she went away to college okay we broke up. like we, so we were like a, no let's stay together and then we of course broke up after like two months so it was a mutual situation it wasn't like you had a crush on her and then uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. it was mutual. We we Got it. yeah, we were dating. But I and I had sort of had girlfriends before that. But like she was like she was like the first real meaningful relationship of my entire life. So how, when you suffocated her recently, <laughs> well, that's the thing is that you said she was impressed with how zen and chill you were, Yet. except perhaps at the end of the five days, right? <laughs> and yeah. then we would still talk and stuff. But it was like. It was still just like, uh, you know, clearly my feelings had gotten the best of me, which they tend to do sometimes. And that's so, how I'll end up in a relationship six weeks after I was in another relationship. You know what I mean? Was she like, you need to chill out and bro 
broke she broke it off then i take it there was or no you, real breaking it off because there was no real like relationship to speak of do you still talk sort of um actually just texted her last weekend about a thing okay. it's like it's just uh she's actually in, she's engaged now for her ah! her second marriage she was she was like going through a divorce when we this had is our four fling. years patty I know, yeah, I, know. But... I know she was going through a divorce when we had our fling and then and then um and now she's getting engaged for her second marriage and i'm very so happy for her it's like the uh, movie sure all over again kind of. it's, <laughs> it's like the trilogy of uh <laughs> tequila sunrise and or whatever it was a yeah, movie. <laughs> tequila sunrise and tequila sunset yes um no but, yeah, tequila before, sunrise wasn't it, that a uh um, what's the name kurt of the russell movie? and gibson movies michelle pfeiffer where mel gibson's like the drug dealer and kurt russell's the cop right. and they're both in love with michelle pfeiffer that's I a movie it. you should see i think that would be more helpful what is the what is it before sunrise before sunset what's the one that ruined you before midnight before midnight screwed you up okay um but yeah that's very interesting that that it is sort of like that because we had our our young thing and then 10 12 years later we had our other thing yeah and you know and you dodge a bullet by not getting married to her and ending up in a (laughs) nitpicking bickering relationship yes and then when her when her third marriage falls apart or her second marriage falls apart i'll be there for the third chapter how so uh, what are you doing worried (laughs) yeah a little worried that's a joke that's a joke i'm very happy for her Oh, dear. I'll give a I'll give a sister Hazel champagne high speech at her wedding. <laughs> sister Hazel, are you? Uh, I was thinking of the band Sister Hazel. Yeah, they had a song called Champagne High, oh, right. which okay. is a beautiful song all about giving a toast at your ex lover's. Oh, okay. Wedding. You're well, going done. to the wedding? No, I'm not. Okay, that was, that was also a joke. Okay, I, was say, <laughs> no, I, I would not I would not recommend. That's it. our first Sister <laughs> Hazel reference. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think, right, I, happy I, to do it. It's good. We actually, it's funny. I, you just like triggered a memory of me opening for them, and I'm oh, like, yeah? oh my god, I forgot. I should use that for one of my jokes. Yeah, yeah. Because you're uh, doing a Marcy Playground. Marcy thing Playground right is the one I've been yeah. doing that well recently. But uh, <laughs> um, so, what are you doing now to meet people? And, and before you t- tell this story, I, what happened with the you and I were out uh, with people after a show, and you met someone. Did you and you went on a date with that woman who I thought was really cool. She was cool. Okay, so that. So was, what happened there? Here, I'll this t- is so years uh, ago. This, let's just say. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. This was this was what like two months ago. Yes, maybe last May. Six Post drink day laugh. Yes, post drink day laugh. We had our after party and we were sitting with a table of of a few girls and um one of them like one of them in fact uh, honestly a couple of them kind of seemed like they were flirting with me a little bit so of course yes so of course i locked on to the third one who seemed like she had no interest in me well i walked in late so the backstory on this is one of them i matched with on something that's right and she was like can I come to one of your shows? I'm like, yeah, this is a good show for you to go to bring your friends, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, uh, I showed up later and there was like something going on, but you, Andy was surrounded by women. (laughs) What what I saw. And I was like, okay, I just want to get food and get out of (laughs) here. She, and I was having fun talking to all of them, except, but like, it's just like, because she had like matched with you and she had also talked about another comic she had been on a date with. Yeah. She was very weird. I was like, I kind of don't want to be the next comic in your, in your lineup. See, I thought, I thought I walked, I thought I, we never talked about this. It was a murderer's row, this, this lineup of comics that she had dated, but (laughs) happy to be a part of it. Just don't want to close it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Can't handle that pressure. For the record, I never had been uh, with yes. her. I had never even met like, her. It's like until... follow that motherfucker. Yeah, is that what exactly. you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna drop the mic on this like, girl. Oh, that guy's a he's on SNL now. Um, <laughs> That's, that is one of them. Um, I didn't. Uh, I never met her that night. 
I, I just met her that night you, for the first totally time, and night. I walked in. I was like, "Oh, so her and Andy are hitting off," and I was fine with that. But then she was just a, she, it was like a weird energy. And I was talking to that girl that you ended up going out with because mm-hmm. I thought she was the coolest of the three. But mm-hmm. I just did that because I just I thought you were right zoned in on the other girl. So, right. but so then so then we took the same train ride home, and then she messaged me afterwards on Instagram or Facebook or something. She was like, uh, "That girl, the girl who who kind of seemed like she likes comics." But she was like, she she was asking if Chuckle I got fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is the term. Patty loves Patty that hated term. it. Uh, it's better than pumpkin pounder. Yes. Like, what is that's that? Daryl. Someone who likes Daryl Schmitz. Oh. They're like redheads. Yeah. Okay, I love it. I, or Halloween, like people who only love to fuck on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and they a pumpkin's involved, yeah. yeah. Or uh, fuck pumpkins, yeah. But so she was like, hey, that girl was asking if I got your number because I think she kind of wants it. And I was like, well, do you want to go on a date with me just to flex on her? And, <laughs> um, and so we, she was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we went out and then I had, and this is the story, this is the story of dating comics is like, I had a big debit come out of my account that I wasn't expecting that week. And so I just messaged her and I was just like, look, my bank account account kind of fell apart this week. I was like, if you want, we can do this again next week or this day. And she was like, I don't know if I have those days free. She's like, why don't we just walk around? She's like, I don't care. Let's just walk around. Oh, cool. Like, That's great. So we had like a, we like walked, we, we live in the same neighborhood. We walked from one end to the other end and it was great and it was fun but like there was nothing really there was no real uh, like mm. chemistry we still text because we like she she shared an app with me that I've been using a lot and uh, and so we still like literally like this weekend I've been texting her and stuff but like there there was just not uh, like real chemistry to speak of yeah so your question earlier too was how do I right. how do I meet people is it just after these drink day laugh shows like, it's, it's, every time I, I we go to these shows there are like a group of women that flock to you because you me? crush it that show, by the way. Like, See, it's so fun to have but you I've there. Been, so, uh, but that's sort of been the case. So, And I'll be honest. I sort of lock on, not even necessarily to women, but like to the audience members who come to our show and yeah, hang out fun. with us afterwards. Because I love hearing people's stories. And I want to hear their stories and we, make fun of them. For, for the them. people that don't know, we interview people in between the co- comics. And sometimes we just... It is true. Like People are like, oh, like you're just... We weren't hitting on the... We were hearing... I remember that night there was a woman telling us stories that were crazy. I was mm-hmm. learning about stuff. I'm like, I need you on the podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, I, and then she didn't. She said oh, she was yeah, going to do yeah, it. And then she right. didn't. Her but boyfriend she was, runs swinger parties. Or he something. runs swinger oh, parties, yeah. and he was a porn star. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, can yeah. we get him on the podcast? Yeah. And then she, then I, I forgot about her. Oh, I can still. I have her Instagram. Yeah, I can please. Just, yeah. I, I message her, but, but yeah, you're right. Like after the shows, we just want to hear these stories. But my point, yeah, my point is that for for the whole time that I was in my last relationship, I was meeting people after these shows and just talking to them and hearing their stories, and there was nothing untoward about it at all because I just literally, I just, I just like meeting people. I like, I like same. Yeah. I'm good at like when we oftentimes when we do those after parties, like I will be floating around talking to all the audience members because um, maybe I'm a little high or drunk or like and I don't <laughs> care and I just want to talk to these people. And like a lot, some of our other producers will just be like in a corner, like they can't even believe they don't that talk I'm to talking anyone. to all yeah. these people. <laughs> um, and so I just I just enjoy talking to people. And so now that I'm that I'm single, it's like there's been once or twice where it's like, oh, I guess this could, I guess this could turn into something, but that's not really like my main Your objective goal, right? here. Yeah. That's not what I set out for the night for, but, um, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the only time unless I'm missing something that there, that like it turned into an actual date. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. And then what about know, other ways are you meeting people? Uh, I'm on the apps. Uh, I'm on, I just do Tinder and okay. Cupid. Um, to, uh, and I'm sure you've gotten recommendations from Paul on, on the apps that he likes. Mm-hmm. 
No, but I know, like, see, Bumble is like huge right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I have not on, I don't. Tinder is kind of like a hookup app, right? Is it still? They go back and forth. No, there's so many people on Tinder who the first thing on their profile is like, I'm not here for hookups or Which, whatever. So, like, uh, and I, I've also, like, I've met people on Tinder that I've dated for like three months. You know okay. what I mean? Like, wow. I've, I've met people on Tinder that That's I've a record for and Tinder. <laughs> and then I've met people on OK Cupid that, I, that I've had one night stands with that were supposed to be more like, you know, OK Cupid's supposed to be more of a dating app. But I've, I've definitely, you know, had things, had short trysts. Trysts. Um, <laughs> with people from OkCupid, okay so so it, it can go, it can go. I think any dating app can go any which way as long as you are upfront with people about, hey, what are you looking for? Here's well, what I'm looking for. That's why I like Hinge because you can you can give your whole details mm-hmm. on on your whole story. Like it's you will not there won't be surprises three dates later. We're like, oh oh, you like that person or you know like right. you can he has tell a thing about comics like if he if someone likes a comic that he absolutely no can't, it's music and pl- politics or whatever there's all kinds is of it, stuff but, but comics <laughs> do you really have do you have like, like if someone on their profile is like i love gabriel iglesias <laughs> i don't i'll be i'll just be like i have some questions <laughs> i don't mind gabriel iglesias right. but there are certain people like what what are your Jeff what are Dunham. the deal deal breakers for for women if you're on tinder or okay keep it if you're like in I, a swipe left so here's the thing i'm not like I'm not out there looking for hookups, but like I also am not looking for a, a long-term relationship. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking yeah, for. That's and where so, a lot of people so are. So that's sort of I sort of need someone who's open to whatever the needs of that relationship dictate. I think you're you're looking for experiences because you mentioned that you like people's stories and you like connecting with them that way. And it's not like you consider them to, like you want to move on to the next one or that they're disposable, but you enjoy the moment. Experiences is a great way to put it. Connections, Connections is, is another yeah. one. Um, I enjoy connecting with people and and then letting that relationship's needs dictate its, its itself. Um, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I relate to that. And I think a lot of people get, do people get mad at you? They're like, well, why are you this on this app if you're not trying to hook up or not trying to be in a relationship? Um, There's a big line between those two things, by the way. No, no one's ever gotten mad. I've, again, I, I think as long oh, as they you're... Were. <laughs> I mean, I've been on OkCupid. Okay I was just realized I've been on OkCupid okay for probably about 14 or 15 years now. Like, obviously, I've taken myself off when sure. I'm in relationships. But, like, I started I started my OkCupid okay profile in, like, 2005. Wow. What? Yeah. I didn't even know they, they know. were around back then. I know. And so that's... And even... And, and they're still, like... They're very low on the, on the totem pole right now in terms of the popularity of apps. And I kind of think that's why I like them is because, like, sort of, you really have to have been committed Committed to something to be on there, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I like that people who are still hanging on to something. If they're hanging on to something that is past its prime, then they might like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, so I feel like that's that's why I'm, that's why that and Tinder are like the only. I haven't gone to a new app yet, is what I'm saying. Those are the same apps that I've been using for the past five six. You're years. committed, yes. So, so I'm still Tinder and OkCupid. Okay, You're like the guy in uh, in uh, Before Midnight. You're like I'm stick I'm sticking this out. I don't know how this sounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you say that uh, you let the needs uh, dictate the relationship, the what I mean because Paul I think sees looks for alarm bells, like he looks for warning signals as to when it's time to tell somebody, hey, I think that we have different ideas of where this is going. When I don't look for them. I just anticipate I, I, they them. Just anticipate them as <laughs> <Right>. better. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like something's gonna happen, and then yeah, I mean I'm he's like, just like has a sort of. Do you have like a radar where you know shit's gonna go wrong? Um, there can be that sort of thing sometimes where like you're, you, you're still, you're very clear about your needs and what it is you're looking for. And that it seems like they understand that, but then their, their words say that. And then their actions keep saying yes. that they're looking for something deeper. And so now you're in this position to either, um, 
over like override what they are telling you, which feels very not feminist to not believe this woman and the words that she's saying. Um, you're in a position to either do that or just try and write it out, and then you're and, but then you can't help it. Like you start to get the alarm the alarm bells start start to right. ring. You know what I mean? You're not on the same page anymore, or you feel you're not, but yeah. you can't call them out on it because then they're going to say, "Well, what are you talking about? I'm I'm on the same page." Right, right, exactly. Because I've been there. And I don't know, and it's it's a matter of you don't know if. You don't know if they really are or if they're lying to themselves or if they're lying to you or what right. the deal is. But I've definitely been in situations where I'm, it's been like, okay, yeah, we're having fun here. But then it doesn't seem, it seems like they are more about something else, which, which happens. It's definitely happened on my end as well. I, that's what I was going to say. I think it happened with the, my high yeah. school girl. Yes. I was going to ask, so because of that situation, does that inform the way y- you handle somebody who has fallen harder for you than you have for them in how you would want to be treated? And, you know, because, I, because yeah. the only thing that you would really, really want, obviously, is to have it reciprocated. Yes. You would want it to be reciprocated, but in the absence of that. In the absence of that, I think straight up honesty is, right. is the best thing, not to, a, not to a fault and not to a dickish degree or anything, but right. like, definitely to the point where you're just like hey i i think that this is um we're not matching on this and this is why and i think that's why we should just try to be friends or try to do whatever do whatever Mm -hmm. is next you know what i mean um so yeah it's it's more it's more just about there's there's like a a thing that i saw on i don't want to say reddit or something like that there was just this text that was just like a guy was like hey i had a lot of fun i let's go out again on tuesday and then the girl responding back and saying hey um I, you know, I, I look, I think you're really nice. I just don't think that we had as much in common as we think. And I think that, you know, I don't think that we should uh, keep seeing each other. You know, I'm really sorry. And then he just responds back. Oh, that sucks. But I totally understand. Thank you for being honest with me. And I keep that in the back of my, I keep that in my heart all the time as like, people just want you to be honest with them. People mm-hmm. just want, they don't want you to like ghost them. They don't want you to fade away. They don't want you to pretend that you're liking something that you're not liking because they can tell when you're pretending. They just want you to be straight up. Right. And give it right, because no one wants to waste their time. Right. Well, there's also yes. that that's an ideal situation. I agree with you. That's the, that's true. But there's also people that can't, ex, can't uh, accept your honesty or they, they're they just, lash out. Some they're, people... yeah, they lash out or they, um, they, they, they can't, like you said to yourself, they're lying to themselves that they're like, no, this is, this is, this is right. I I do want to, I'm cool with whatever right. we're doing. Right. And it's so hard to tell. It's so hard to tell, but all you can do is like, listen to your instincts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then, because I mean, the truth is that relationships are all about costs and rewards. And when the costs start to outweigh the rewards, that's when we start to back away from a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And so very economic, uh, di- dynamic <laughs> there. Is, I'm a communications major and this okay. was in my human communication class, uh, in, in, in college. But, uh, so co- when costs outweigh rewards, that's when we back away. And so I'm you, sorry, what? when the, when the costs, costs out- start outweigh. to outweigh the rewards, that's when we back away from a relationship. He talks faster than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I usually don't. Fast. I know we do. But so that so you can't control that. You can't control when the costs are, are are building up and you can't control when you start to feel like you're backing away because there's too many costs and not enough rewards. And so that's when that that it, it's it is like kind of economical. And it, that's just yeah, when like that's, a, that's Judge Posner's uh, outlook for solving cases <laughs> in the seventh district. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's my legal side. But or seventh uh, circuit of court. He says cost benefit analysis. Yeah. And so, so it's just, there's, there's nothing you can do to control that when you start to feel cost upon, 
that's when you are going, that's when you're, you, you're not having fun anymore. Well, what are the costs that you see that you've seen in your life, uh, in your relationships, whether it's a one or two, one month thing or a two and a half year thing, what are the costs that you see? Do you see a pattern as to what is causing these costs for you? Cause um, costs are different for everybody. It's, it all depends. Like when I'm single, obviously the costs are more like someone's more serious about me than I am about them. Right. And then when I'm in a relationship, the costs are, oh, I have a lot of, I have a lot of needs, right? I'm a, I'm a comic where I'm a, I'm a Leo, by the way, as well. And, <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. Just had it. And, um, but so, uh, so I'm, I'm like very needy. I'm like, like, even if I'm in a, even if I'm seeing someone who's, who's seeing other people, I just need to know that I'm special. Uh, like you I, are, so you know, <laughs> just you. carry that with you everywhere. Thank you, but Don't. I need her to say it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't, I can't I help care, you with that. I'll carry, Patty, I'll carry you saying it with me in my heart. But like, I just, I just need to know. And, and, and some people are very good at that. Some people are very good at making, making me feel special. And that, that is what I need. Like that's, that's what yeah. I, I need to know that, that if we're dating, if we're actually dating, not just like hooking up because hooking up, I don't. We, you can be as aloof as you want to be, like, like as long as as long as we are having There's some connection physically. Yes, yeah. Um, but if I'm actually dating someone, actually um, putting investing some of my heart into them, then then w- what I need is to know that is to feel that investment back from them. Um, and so that was uh, like a problem in my last relationship, and that's been a problem for me. And that's that was a problem from the other way for me where. I didn't feel that I could invest anymore in, in past in, in other relationships mm-hmm. in the past that I've had where I felt like I was too taxed upon and I had too many costs and not enough rewards and I had to leave. You know what I mean? Are you, uh, are you, uh, you've dated comedians before too. Yeah, I basically spent the last five years With dating comedian. two comedians. Are you yes. going to, do you feel like that's something that you, there's in, in your cost reward analysis? Do you feel like that's something that's problematic or you are okay with dating comedians you don't see a difference between that and non-comedians um there is definitely a difference um and it's and it's also i think it's a very tricky thing to date for comics dating comics i don't i don't think especially as a male comic that we can date newer comics Mm -hmm. i think that there's too there's a weird power dynamic thing and it's not this it feels weird to say but it's it's not unlike like when a when a boss dates his employee mm-hmm. not that we're not that new, more experienced comics are newer comics bosses but like we have a power dynamic over them because sure. we have slightly we can slightly, get them opportunities yes. jobs and whatnot yes and so it's so it can be right so it can be right. no i'm just thinking about myself when i was 21 and yeah. the, hor- the horrible horrible decisions that i made when i started doing stand-up comedy oh my god no yeah. regrets though yeah no, it was yeah. 19 1996 yeah, 1996 so i dated Jeff the he was at the top of the chart that's right yeah. so yeah, yeah so that's probably the mistake that you made uh, no no <laughs> Foxworthy. <laughs> no, I only dated. Uh, I actually really only dated one comic, but I dated somebody who worked. I worked. The, I dated the sound guy from the Improv, which was on Wells <laughs> at the time, and then he became the Booker. The problem right. with dating anybody oh. in the industry is that there, there sometimes is a shift, whether it's a comic who ascends, or you know has a show that they produce, yeah. or somebody in the club who you know becomes the they Booker the or the manager, right? right. Yeah. And and they have they have the relationships there, and, and some actually someday we should just do a podcast on what the mistakes yeah. I've made. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> 
<laughs> she should have accepted but, that uh, threesome with Jeff Dunham and the puppet. Oh my God. I did work with Jeff Dunham. On a stick. You know, it's funny because he was, anyway, we'll talk about that off, <laughs> offline sometime. But I saw him when he thought he thought his career was over. I worked with him at the Vernon Hills 80s. And this was like in the late 90s yeah, or maybe found, early 2000s. Found his niche. Uh, well, it was always the same niche. Right. Uh, right. The, the niche found him. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was uh, YouTube. I mean, right. it was social media was, was what happened. But um, going back to, to dating within the industry, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, any, not just women, but I mean, anybody who's new sees an opportunity or, or is dating somebody and, and aspires to either compete with them or you, cause it's all psychological for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we always sure. think someone else is getting something that we want or mm-hmm. they're better than we are. We're always in our heads. Yeah. So yeah. how can, it's really hard to have a, a connection Mm-hmm. with somebody and that's why this this so my last two relationships those both of those comics i i felt comfortable in those relationships because we were roughly on the same level right uh and um and and the the last comic i dated is still my writing partner and we we still put on shows together and oh, we yeah. we co-produce a, sh- a show like she she produces the sister show of a show that i run here in chicago mm-hmm. and we are putting up i don't know if i've told you this yet we're putting up a two-person show of uh, uh, in in October in Louisville for a weekend at a theater uh, that's called the Split. Um, that is that's uh, great. That is going to be like uh, sort of about. I, I don't know if it's how much it's going to be about our breakup, but we're definitely going to like split our time doing what we want to do. And, and then, then before midnight is going to play right after. <laughs> and everyone will cry. <laughs> but so yeah, so I'm I'm still I'm still like honestly I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here when I say that in that last relationship our comedic relationship was the was the part that worked the best it was the part that worked the best and honestly it's why our relationship maybe lasted as long as it did because every time things started to go badly we would say oh let's work on this next show instead of right. working it on our so, relationship it was, oh interesting it's like a baby saving marriage type yes, in a way yes the, but the baby was our show and so we would work on stuff and yeah instead of working on ourselves or working on our relationship man I have so many questions and I, so many th- things this seems too. like a part two but we gotta, we gotta we gotta we gotta we're way over time anyway but oh, uh, we're gonna have All to right. bring you back uh, yeah. sooner rather than later um, and, uh, and but we have a reading list you. for you uh, yeah. Yeah, take some of giant bookcase over yeah. here Andy where can people People find out more about you uh, uh, and their shows and stuff. They can find me on Twitter at Andy Andy Fleming. Two Andy is one M. Andy Fleming was taken. Um, so it's Andy Andy Fleming. And then, you know, every Friday, me and Paul and our buddies do Drink Date Laugh, most Fridays, at the Laugh Factory here in Chicago. And then the first Sunday of every month in Chicago at the Laugh Factory, I do a show called Character Assassination, where we do character roasts. Um, so where, fun. Where, yeah, where we, you've done, you did the roast of Disney villains. You were Jafar. Yeah, I and, still get uh, people messaging me that they saw it. That's um, awesome. Yeah, YouTube. That's, I connected we, it. We have a good YouTube because... Um, a bigger YouTube channel started doing character roasts and we started getting their overflow. Nice. And we nice. get so many comments of people who are like, oh, I thought this was the other thing, but I'm so glad I watched it. This is so right. good. And, uh, so and you yeah. have a podcast too. I have a podcast called 30 Characters, which is a lot of real, if you like real stupid, wacky <laughs> character stuff, like that's what we do. It's not, we don't use the word improv. We don't like to use the word improv, but it's like basically improv. We we just like, we'll start talking and then one of us will be a character who jumps into the conversation. And we do that until there are at least 30 characters on the show. Um, and That's what made doing uh, everyone's a lawyer so hard because you guys were brilliant. It was, oh, was really. I was like, that okay. was such a fun show to do. I'm like I was gonna sit here. And watch well, there's guys. different. We 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 assign uh, for everyone's a lawyer. It's like everyone has a role. You were just the straight. 
player. And I, I didn't know what Andy was going to do. That was his first time doing You're it. Great. But, and there's like uh, a sensibly supposed to be homework for that show because you send us a lot of information yeah. before that uh. show. And I messaged Joe McMahon, who was the other comic on that show that night. I was like, how much do I actually need to prepare? And he's like, I never prepare anything. And I was like, I'm asking the wrong person, but I'm going to go with this. Yeah, you just have to prepare like uh, like a, take. a little. Yeah, a take. take. You want to take. And then my take yeah. kept, kept, it got taken. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait uh, a so minute. So there's a way, there's a system to the madness. And, uh, and the, it, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it was very but it's a fun show. One more thing I want to plug real quick is the two-hour comedy hour, which is my show every Saturday at the yes. Alley Cabaret here in Chicago. We are coming up on our 10-year anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I haven't been with it, though. I've been with it about eight years, but it was it, the show is going to be 10 years old in November, and we are celebrating that the entire month of November uh, with, with we're booking only headliners for the entire month of November. I want to do it. Oops, all headliners. No, I said headliners. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, yeah, so we're doing that for the entire month of November, and we have more, more fun stuff. Anyways, you said not to, sorry, you said to be perennial in no, my that's plugs, fine. But, that's fine. Um, but so yeah, we're, we're there every Saturday. That's a super fun show. Uh, please come check that out. And it's uh, great to be here. You guys, thank you for having me. Thanks, Andy. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thanks for doing it. See, it wasn't as bad as you thought. No, no. I could still I, I could still go on and on. Yeah, we we have oh, we like a, so we people are going to, if you uh, want to see him again, you're going to have to listen to his podcast or come to a show. <laughs> and thanks so much, uh, Patty. My pleasure. For thank being you. the voice of reason. Uh, was re- uh, was I reasonable? Ways. Yeah, of course. Okay. And thank you all for listening. And please check out uh, check us out on uh, on websites and internets and everything like that, and the YouTube page. Yeah.